Hey, what's up, everybody? It is Sunday, June 12th, 2022. Welcome back to another episode of the Now Mind You podcast manga. This is episode 23. And of course, I'm TJ. I'm Matt. And we got we got some stuff for you guys to check out today. Now, of course, before we go any further, you know what time it is. Spoilers, do what you got to do. Check the show. Why are we still doing this, TJ? Because it's habit, Matt. It's habit. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, just it, feel like it's habit for you to tell us why you don't care about We 17,000 episodes <laughs> in, and we still warning them spoilers is coming. You know why you We might here. get a new user or a new, new, uh, a new listener who jumps in at episode 23, bro. It'd be like that sometimes. They'd be like, oh, That's fair. right? Um, but shout out to any new uh, listeners <laughs> jumping in on episode 23. Welcome to the manga episode, and hopefully we'll see you for the combat episode. Hopefully now. so, but no, I don't give a damn if you read. <laughs> I just need you to know that new person or people, whatever. <laughs> All right. Now, in terms of our uh, docket for mm-hmm. today, right? We got Hajime no Ippo. No. We got Sakamoto Days. What we else? have the return of our boy Kaiju number eight, right? Mm-hmm. And we're going to finish it off with Jujutsu Kaisen and then head over Oof. into our topic of the week, which this week is what, Matt? Our top five Gundam models, mm-hmm. but models in reference to the ones that we the have actual, built. Yeah, the actual kits. Gunpla, right? if you will. Yes, that is actually the correct term, man. I never know how to pronounce it. I'm like, Gunpla. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just, just, I just leave it up. I just leave yeah. it alone. Uh, but without further ado, Matt, take us into Ipo, please. Mm. Well, we got Hajime no Ipo yet again, like we have every week. Mm-hmm. And this week, we had chapter, what chapter is this? 13 million and no. <laughs> Might as we well had, be. <laughs> we had pretty much. Well <laughs> we had chapter 1384 called Vigilance Level. Mm-hmm. Now, I, a quick thing before I even get into this. I never, <laughs> you finna laugh at me when I tell you this. I never read the title of any of this until we do the uh until we do the show, I always just jump right Seriously? in and read all the manga. <laughs> so whenever I'm like, oh, this was the you title of the chapter, me. I'd be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. That explains a lot. I was like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's, it's my truth, man. Uh, so we got chapter 1384, Vigilance Level. So where we left off. Uh, Vorg asked Ipo to kill him. I mean, he asked Ipo to take his uh, take his you, weights you off. You said what you said, and it was true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you said what you He's said. He's like, I want you to bring me real close to death. And he was just like, okay. Um, so they were about to spar, which I, I thought immediately the first thing I think is funny is the very first page. Like, the first thing I looked at was not Vorg standing in the ring with Ipo looking at him. The first thing I looked at was Sendo's face <laughs> looking at, <laughs> at fucking Wally jumping on the right. ropes. Like, he's so distraught. He's so angry. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> this didn't go at all how he planned on it going. <laughs> like, right. he was all in the car like, yeah, I'm finna kill dude. And it's just like, and then he gets in and like, I cannot hit this guy. <laughs> dude. Oh, man. So anyway, uh, Ipo gets in the ring with Vorg. First of all, Epo's jacked. Let's just call that what it is. Epo comes out of his shirt and is completely ripped. And he's putting all his stuff on. He's like, oh, this, this feels weird. Like, I, I don't know if I should be doing this. I'm retired. You know, Epo just being the worrywart that he is. Mm-hmm. And 
Sendo's like, you know, let's get out the ring. So they, he's like, hey, monkey, get out of the ring so they can spar. <sighs> and then he jumps and perches on the corner turnbuckle. <laughs> and he's just like, I'm good to watch from right here. <laughs> like, what's wrong with this guy, man? So anyway, um, the sparring starts and Vorg's coach is looking on and we're seeing Epo also being Epo thinking to himself like, man, Vorg did come and help me when I was trying to get my shit together and all that. Like, I got to pay him back somehow because Vorg's a good guy. So I got to pay him back by being extremely dangerous <laughs> and being very vigilant, vigilance Dude. level. <laughs> Dude. The bell rings, Epo explodes like a shotgun, like right at Vorg and it's all over him. And I mean... He is doing nothing but just bombarding Vorg with punches. Vorg, if I'm not mistaken reading this, like Vorg never got a single opportunity to throw anything, basically until the very end of the chapter. Right. The whole time, he's just getting pressed by Epo. And, you know, Epo, to me, not only does he look like he hasn't lost a step, he's gotten better. Right. He's improved. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Even when Vorg tried to cut that angle on him and slide out, Epo was right back on him. And when he went to throw a counter, Epo slipped right underneath it. And then right away, these two are just in some insane exchange. And even Vorg is realizing that he's being pushed. Like, he, there's nothing he can do. And I also thought it was funny, like, I don't know, this chapter felt really short to me. I don't know if you felt that way. But I it felt like a real short chapter. I think it's because there was so much action, though. Maybe right, yeah. like because like Maybe a lot of the pages are yeah, a lot of the pages are just like straight action. Um, that could be why, but yeah. but no, I agree. Vorg and Wally's coach were both watching, you know, just as he was going crazy, and we see Sendo recognizes outside of the ring that Vorg is about to throw. Ooh, excuse me. Vorg is about to throw White Fang, which is you know his signature attack, but we also see Epo recognize it as well. Mm-hmm. So. Obviously, I don't think he's going to get hit with it. Um, I also thought it was funny that in the middle of, like, all this hellacious fight, Wally's oh like, do your best. <laughs> like, like, what is going on? Bro, this is, the wild, this is one of the wildest gym situations that we've different. had in this series. Like, Wally is on the turnbuckle. The other two coaches are watching Epo, like, pretty much put Vorgas to the sword. Yeah. Sendo is just like on looking because obviously Sendo already knows what time it is with Epo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, because Sendo's basically he is Epo. You know what I'm saying? They're the he's same Epo guy. Epo from the West Side. That's yeah, all. he West Side Epo. Epo from the South Side. He's from the West Side. Right. And, you know, he wild like what? You know what? I ain't gonna go there. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it's a Chicago thing. I ain't gonna go there. Um, but overall, I thought it was a really good chapter. I'm super entertained by it. Uh, I just want to read the next one. I'm just praying. I am praying that in Epo's vigilance, then trying to repay Vorg, that he doesn't like counter this white fang in some insane way and like knock this man <laughs> Kill, Actually kills him. <laughs> like actually knock him out and shit. Like, oh, damn. Like, which I think would be insane. It would be funny. You know, what if like, dog, what if Epo makes his in-ring return impromptu in Mexico? <laughs> like, uh, nah, dude. Camel got on like, huh? sanction that. He's like still wearing his jeans that he wore on the plane. About, yeah. Like, yeah, I couldn't find my trunk. So, you know, here we are. Yo, my boy, <laughs> my boy was like, 
I'm ready to go on whatever. He just took his shirt off and was like, let's fight. I'm like, did you yeah. have boxing shoes on when you <laughs> yeah. got here? Where did the gear come from? Well, obviously they probably had it there at right. the gym, but still it's like, right. I don't know if he was ready to fight that day. They fresh off the plane. Right. Well, I mean, he also had on his ankle weights and wrist weights. So it's like, you know, but he always has those on. But that's what I'm saying. Like he just is always ready. <laughs> like, yeah. Even when he's not training, he's training because he's living his life with weights on. Like, I don't know. Dude's um, wild. I think it's all bro. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It, it's clearly a manga because it's like, how right. are you having them fight after a 13 hour flight? Right, right. That's 13, bro. bro do you know that's 12? That's basically like 13 hours to go yeah. to Japan, go from Japan to Mexico. Yeah. And they were yeah. just like, cool, airport, gym. <coughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's all I got on it, TJ. Go ahead. Uh, what did I think? Uh, my off the top of the dome thoughts before I go into my notes. Mm-hmm. Um, for one, I really appreciate the detail in the boxing equipment. Like always, the the headgear, the gloves, like that's that's really well drawn. Even the shoes and stuff, it's just and the ring is drawn really well too. It's like it's it's pretty dope. Um, Ipo's back reminds me of a Hanma back. He's got that mm-hmm. ogre, that oni back, and they were even like talking about like how his muscles are like swelling, even though he's like. I'm retired, blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's like, did his back get bigger? Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, no, going into my actual thoughts, um, this was kind of everything I wanted it to be, minus one element, which I hope will be fulfilled next week. Um, yeah, it was, it was no warm up, just on the gas, keeping up with Vorg, and then some. Like, he put Vorg on his heels the whole time. Um, the way Coach Dankichi eyes like Ebo's weights, and then he's like telling Ebo, just do what you used to do. And Ebo's like, okay, but Ebo doesn't even realize how much he's leveled up. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, he always underestimates himself, right? Right, right. But Wally cheering on Vorg may have flipped the switch, right? Because he's even like, I never thought I'd need you to cheer me on, but then that's when he decides to go for like the white bang or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is where I have. Uh, kind of a question slash some theory, speculation, whatever you want to call it. I feel like there's a high chance the White Fang doesn't. I agree with you. But something has me a little worried in that Epo mentally seems to be in that same type of manic state where he's repeating a singular thought or phrase over and over in his head. And the last time we saw something like that happen, he got oh, knocked no. the fuck out. Now, yeah. wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stay with me. This is why I think it could be like we could end up with something really awesome next chapter because, right? It could be that Morikawa is making us, leading us this way on purpose, right? So if Ippo ends up countering it and not getting hit by this white fang, it's Morikawa's way of showing us that Ippo has transcended that previous big L, right? The L that essentially retired him. So I'm like really hyped on next chapter. And I'm like, I even put in my notes like, this better not be on break next week. Yeah. Oh, and of course it says break next week. See an issue thirty. It. God damn it, dude! Yeah, I didn't uh, want to break your heart just then. <laughs> I looked because I had the I had the tab open. I was like, God damn it! Yeah. Um, on a yeah. on a total side note, it's just a epo like just an actual epo side note. I always thought even when he lost that fight, I was like, bro, you probably not even retired. Like, probably just need time off. Yeah, because he's like, been Ipo, fighting Ipo frequently. Is, he's very he's, active. Epo had an insane schedule 
You know what I'm saying? And was definitely like, as we've talked about, and if you if you're listeners, if you out there, if you've listened to this or watched Epo read it, he get his bell wrong every fight. Yeah. It was like, yo, he just needed time off, man. Mm-hmm. At least to me, that's how I looked at it. I was mm-hmm. just like, when he was like, man, I think it's time for me to retire. It's like, no, nah, dog, you just you got in too many wars. Like, you gotta give your yeah. body a break. Yeah. Like that just it didn't seem like it was like, oh, he shot. It's like it's wear and tear, man. Yeah. Like he was already living a pretty hard life. Like yeah. not like he was I mean, as a rough, fisherman or like running the yeah, fishing company. He just had like, a very physically demanding life already. Right. Manual labor in spades, man. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, no, I'm 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 super hype with this chapter, but I guess we'll see both in like two weeks. I'm just like, mm-hmm. damn it, dude. I was really hoping because like this is what we've been waiting for. Aside from, like, his actual return into the rankings, this is what we've been waiting for. Um, Like, to see the fruits of all this subconscious training that he's been doing without him even realizing. But everybody but Ipo realizes what he's, like, doing, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. But nah, nah, this is good. I'll see Epo. I was about to say I'll see y'all in two weeks when Epo comes back. <laughs> but but uh, like I'll, I'm 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 hyped for when it makes its return. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, would you like to take us into all gas, no breaks, even when it's a break chapter? Still all gas. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, you you talking about uh, Sakamoto days? Yeah, no, we, yeah. we can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. listen, Sakamoto days, Yuto Suzuki, chapter seventy four, titled Undercover. And that doesn't make sense until the end of the chapter. And it's like, if you haven't read it, this isn't really a spoiler, but kind of a spoiler. Just think Eddie Murphy in like damn near so many of his movies. <laughs> uh, previous chapter, where we leave off? Our boy Sakamoto failed the exam. Let's get into a quick summary. Sakamoto failed the exam because he's got a hit out on his head, right? So that they won't accept him at the JCC. This puts a wrinkle in the plan to infiltrate the JCC to get that data they need on basically Slur Uzuki, right? And by that, I'm talking about like Sheen and Sakamoto. Meanwhile, we get an update on how Akita, our favorite anxiety youngster, right, is adjusting to campus life. All hope isn't lost because Nagumo has got a plan. Uh, Let me get into the review. Bro, Sheen is out here channeling Karen. Let me speak to the manager ass out here, man. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know if Sheen hanging up on Usami. <laughs> I don't know if Sheen hanging up on Usami was the right call. Um, but I will say that office that Usami's in is looking mad empty. Uh, I wonder in, why. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. All the other <laughs> I wonder. Just, just, <laughs> probably used to be a vibrant office, but then Gaku happened. Um, I legitimately laughed at Nagumo's entrance. Uh, like, yeah, homie just like, bro, when did you get here? Out of nowhere, but he does that's like his MO, right? Like, yeah, that's he what he does, he just, just shows up like out of nowhere or like is in disguise, right? Um, uh, also, you notice that he's like, I mean, we've noticed that he's tatted up like before, but I didn't know he also had finger tats. Um, yeah, they've shown that before, okay? Because I've, mm-hmm. I've seen the sleeves, I've seen the neck tattoo, and so especially when the flashback with uh. Sakamoto, uh, uh, Akira's auntie, and Yon, mm-hmm. right? And like young Nagumo, like we've seen the tats. I just didn't know he had the finger tats, man. Or maybe I like forgot about it. Cause like you said, we, we it's been shown before. Um, mm-hmm. Bro, the JCC looks like a maximum security prison mixed man. with the Pentagon, mixed with an airport. It legit has a school campus atmosphere though. It's like, 
I'm I'm really digging seeing more of the Sakamoto days world, right? Yeah. This world where assassination, like I said, is a legit career. Apparently you can go to a college and major in assassination. Like when Akira kind of stumbles into the wrong class, it's like, oh, hold on, man. This is this is your poison. Mm-hmm. I mean, potions. I mean, poison class, right? Uh, <laughs> For like for like uh, year threes or whatever, it's like no, you you're in the wrong room, or whatever. Like that was kind of like funny, but also kind of cool. Like I don't know, like getting a glimpse of this society is 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 kind of dope. And I gotta give a shout out to Suzuki again, and also maybe like Suzuki's assistants, because sometimes it's like you know the author's in charge of like doing the um, the character drawings, and then like it might be an assistant doing like the backgrounds and shit. Um, mm-hmm. But man, like these backgrounds are looking good, like. Again, I know we're 74 chapters deep. And if you've been with us, like at this point, you know this too. But it's like, don't sleep on Sakamoto Days' artwork, man. Like, just don't sleep on it. Because you, you'll read that first chapter and be like, man, I don't know. I don't, I don't know about this. But I'm telling you, bro, like, it's good art. Like, it is really, really good artwork from the, the detail on the characters. Like, the character designs, I mean, it's just it's just good, man. Mm-hmm. Um it, it, this is like the the it, it's it's one of the titles I've I've been reading recently that just continuously takes me by surprise. Um, but enough about that. Let me get back to this review. <laughs> her Akita having a flashback of her auntie saying, "Happy tears taste sweet." Isn't that gross? Freak. Why do I feel like she wasn't referring to her own tears, but no, like she the wasn't. tears of her victims? Right, <laughs> like nobody's saying that with a jacket off their shoulder was talking yeah. about this. <laughs> nobody's saying with a jacket off their shoulder. <laughs> I'm glad that we did get that memory of her though, because I kind of want to see that storyline of Akita, you know, finding her aunt or at least getting info on her aunt. I want to see that get resolved. I don't want that to be like a loose end. Like I want, I'm, I'm invested in that storyline, even though it's not main storyline. Still invested in it. Um, and apparently, tardiness at the JCC can equal death. Uh, like, bro, uh, how, you mean <laughs> you can't even sneak in? A homie had the like the bro. strap right there, like, bow, bow. don't <laughs> like, sneak in here. This is like, not that class. This is not sneak class. Like, oh my god, I'm like, yo, <laughs> don't be tardy. Let's just leave it at that. Uh, it reminded me again of I don't know if you guys ever watched or read uh, Kate Kyoshi Hitman Reborn, but how Reborn would throw chalk at people. And he would mm-hmm. throw it so hard, it would damn near turn into a bullet and explode on impact. But in this case, it was just a real last gun. Um, I thought that might have been a risky move, though. Like, low-key, like, without getting too political with all the shit that's been happening. <laughs> I'm just like, yo, you're gonna... Okay. Um, but uh, low-key, again, shout out to the character designs. I kind of want to know more about close combat or close quarters combat teachers... Uh, like, how do you get those scars? You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to know how I got so- these scars? <laughs> we got so many people in this in this series with like all these scars and stuff. It's just shout out to the character design and keeping things unique. Um, dude, oh, random thought. Kill baby's probably on campus. How is he adjusting? Uh, maybe he was the dude that got taken oh out on the God. stretcher. K- kidding, kidding, kidding. That might have been him. <laughs> he didn't even make it one day. Um, okay. Sakamoto dressed as his wife, Aoi. Bro. So many questions, but really just like two or three. How, Nagumo? This is on the same level of how they turned Colin Farrell into Penguin. 
because Nagumo is the man with no face, bro. He uh, he he fucking for praises the many face God for himself. How well, did apparently he do that he to somebody apply. else? <laughs> like, you right. right. Um, next two questions. Really, they're just the one. Where's all the fat? Did he make Sakamoto burn it all off before? It's like, like no, it's all the costume, nigga. Uh, Nagumo it's, should get all the awards. And it's just, costume and lighting. Whenever they have their assassin awards or whatever, like hopefully he gets. I'm nominated, sure they have them because you know that world is crazy. Uh, make no mistake, Sakamoto just saved that other student's life because you know Akira saw that path and was about to kill him. Yeah, it was over with, with a finger. Like if he didn't he intervene, it's like uh, you just caught a body on your first day. Maybe they would have got Congrats. given her some type of award. Yeah, it's like they would have given her some type of award for that shit. Or they would have smoked her for it. You or know? they would have smoked her because the teachers got a strap on them. Oh, how about the fucking custodian who's like, hey, you ain't got no weapon on you? <laughs> like, like, he was like, girl, you need to have a pistol or something. <laughs> you know where you're at? Um, right, Do you, exactly. Do you know where you at? Uh, well, Akita recognized that it's Sakamoto. She was able to recognize the movements, right? But will she recognize that it's him in disguise, like pulling like a Mrs. Doubtfire, nutty professor, whatever you want to call it, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Sakamoto has that 24-hour time limit, which is cool. Keeps the story going, right? Um, it's definitely not going to be easy to get access to Slur's data, because if we recall correctly, Kashima was already on orders from Slur to get out there and destroy those files. So will he run into Kashima, or will the files have already been gone? Stay tuned. I know I will. Uh, I really want cool. to see... What's good with Toramaru and Mafuyu though? Maybe get a little bit more insight into what was it? Uh, was it Candy Jam? And uh, uh, well, really, Club Carolina Jam. Club Jam, Club Jam, and Carolina Reaper. Like, what's good there? Um, but mostly just getting back at Toramaru and Mafuyu because I really don't want them to be on the dark side, man. I freaking love Mafuyu's character. Like that dude is just comic relief, uh, and. Uh, I just, it, it would suck if they had to face them again as enemies. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's what it is, you know? Um, okay. Also, how's Kaji? Is he on campus too? Either way, I'm hyped for the next one. What'd you think, Matt? Um, my absolute favorite thing was her sneaking into class late and getting shot at. <laughs> it was the best part. The absolute best part. Just yeah. getting shot at for walking in. She's like, ah, like, yeah, that's not sneak class. <laughs> First year, he already he knew who it was, bro. I knew yeah. it was you. I don't even have to look. <laughs> yeah, um, on some black dynamite. Yeah, for real. <laughs> you gotta look. I was like, yo, <laughs> I got love for Nagumo. Nagumo's he's one of my favorite characters because to me, he's just he's really interesting because he has this he has this face that's like says one aloof. thing. Yeah, yeah, he's extremely aloof and he just keeps popping up. But he's and really you like strong. Yeah, he's super strong, and you damn near don't know his, uh, like, you damn near don't know where his allegiances lie, at least so it seems when we first meet him. Right. And it's just like, oh, you just rock with, you rock with him real heavy. Cool. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. Overall, I thought it was a, thought it was a real good chapter. I thought it was fun seeing her be at Lane Tech. I mean, this is super big school. <laughs> And <laughs> I thought it was cool to see her at this enormous school. Bro, have you ever been to that school? I have been. I know exactly what you mean. Dude, it's like several city blocks. But yeah, um, like, <laughs> it is gigantic. Though. It's it is. enormous. Uh, 
But you're right. Like the JCC, bro, they had planes at the JCC. Like, is, yeah. this, is this an airport? Is this the Pentagon? Like, where is <laughs> What's this? What's going on? Maximum security? Like, I'm just man, um, I'm, I hope we get to see more, even if we just get a glimpse, like kind of how we did in this chapter. I hope mm-hmm. we get to see more of like, the school, like mm-hmm. more of the classes and stuff at the JCC. Like, I just want to see more about it. Cause like you mentioned, um, the, the world itself basically at this point is a character. Yeah. Like they put a lot of actual, like it actually, the world actually matters. You know, it's yeah. like things aren't just happening in this world. And that's that, you know I, what I'm saying? I mean, just to supplement that off the top too, it's like, because remember the the other chapter where Soros like talking about bringing things back to the natural order? I think we mm-hmm. have to keep this image of this world in mind and like just as like as Slur gets close to achieving his goal or whatever, like what that natural order means or I don't know. But having the image of this world is going to help, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think the world in general is just interesting. Oh, 100%. Man, it's one of the more interesting worlds in a manga for sure. I mean, talk about a unique approach. That yeah, being said, real. that being said, sir, uh, you ready to take yeah, us man. Into, to a different world, if you will? Yeah, if you will. Uh, so we got, okay, now, I know what I just said about Hajime no Ipo, but <laughs> on Kaiju number eight, but that's also because it was on the very first page. <laughs> I thought the, the name of the chapter was very fitting. Um, clothed in Terror. Also, I thought the cover for this this chapter was insane as well. Mm. Um, But we had Kaiju number eight, and we pretty much picked up at the end of Ichikawa and Leno defeating um, another Kaiju. uh, Iharu and Leno. Iharu, I'm sorry. Ichikawa is the boss. Ichikawa is Leno's last name. God dang it. All right. (laughs) I'm doing my best, man. I'm just, I'm just trying. Ogata. Damn it. Ogata is their boss. All yes. Right. At any rate, I thought before I even get into the whole thing, I just want to say I thought this was one of the better written chapters of this manga. And I not to say that the manga is bad, not to say that it has like, I don't really think there's been like really lull chapters, maybe one or two. Mm-hmm. But I thought just for the amount of story we got out of this, I thought it was really good. But mm-hmm. let me get into it. So um, we're picking up at the end of Leno defeating this kaiju, and we get a flashback for, to uh, Ogata when he was younger, basically when he was joining up uh, with the task force. And he's uh, talking to one of his old teammates. And, you know, she was the original wearer of the number six suit. And he was remembering that he pretty much supported her on wearing the suit and ultimately what it led to. And, you know, obviously this has been the thing that he's been dealing with for like the last three or four chapters, seeing Leno be the one, you know, basically to wear the suit and get through it all. Mm -hmm. So uh, (laughs) he's like starts crying and he's drunk. No, I'm joking. He might've been, (laughs) Which also, oh shit, damn! I didn't even think about that. That explains why he drinks all the time. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Ah, that's sad. Oh shit, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. 
Oh man. So uh Ogata starts crying and Toko, which I guess is, is she like his assistant? Like we've never I think it like vice captain. It's like uh that dude with, uh who keeps Narumi in check. Ah, I guess okay. like vice captain, right? Yeah, so his vice captain like pulls away from him while he's like starting to cry. And she's like, yo, are you pulling away from me? And she's like, dog, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm up. And um, but we pretty much find out that Leno passed his test and he's being given an opportunity. And um, you know, his vice captain was like, Is that all you gonna tell him? And he's just like, Look, man, like, dude been through enough already. And Furuhashi pretty much told him like he gotta believe in himself. So I, like I'll get on him at some point, but not right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He don't need anything else out of me. Um, and you know, and then he calls in, uh, you know, and lets them know, like, hey, he passed the test, he's gonna be the one wearing the suit going forward. Um, so I'm I'm I don't know. I'm curious to see where that's gonna go because I think Ogata, that there's obviously more there, right? Like, you know, we see at the end of the chapter, he's looking at the picture of his old team and stuff. And, you know, we know that's uh, what's what's the young girl's name? Uh, uh, Kikoru's mom. And yeah, I we think, know that uh, that was Kikoru's mom. Her dad is in that picture, too. I was going to ask you if that was him, his big I ass. I think his, based his on the blonde guy in the back. But the eyebrows are making me think it might not be him because uh, that, that dude has some distinguished eyebrows. He got some brows on him. Yeah, like some Eugene <laughs> Levy's, man. Uh, so man, it might not boy. be her dad. Eugene um, Levy's. I hate this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I thought it was a good chapter. Um, and I thought it was cool that he said he was going to teach him everything that he knows. Because uh, mm-hmm. I'm curious to see. He keeps drawing comparisons to himself and Leno saying like, oh, he's like me. You oh, know, you in mean terms Iharu, of, Iharu, Him and Iharu. Iharu. Yeah. Yeah. You know, where he keeps saying, oh, you know, I can turn up, turn back down, turn up, turn back down in terms of like his focus and heart rate mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I'd be very curious to see what happens. Um, the chapter wasn't like in straight, like incredibly eventful. It was just like kind of more story based, but really just kind of giving us uh, it really more than anything else I felt was giving us uh, the payoff for Ogata, but also still kind of kind of drawing us in to figure out what else is going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I say all that to say the chapter was good, but I'm really ready to get back to Nigga. our main character. I'm saying. Like, it's been a minute now. Like, now is... it's time. It's time to get back to Kafka. Like, <sighs> I don't know. That's just me. TJ, how, how did you feel? Nigga, I'm going to just piggyback off of that right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just piggyback off that thought right there. I was like, is he going to say it? Or am I going to have to say it? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, my first one was okay. Yes, the wrap up. It was cool saying, "Nick, I don't care." Hey, like, I'm just right. like, I'm just like, <laughs> he was like, "Cool, where's like, Kafka?" Cool. <laughs> this is like Hajime no Sendo all over again. Like I don't know. Like the show, sorry, the series is called Kaiju Number Eight or Monster Number Eight, depending on like you know where you're reading this, right? I read it and it says Monster Number Eight, and I'm still calling it Kaiju Number Eight. I don't care. But you know, the, the point being, it's about Kafka, right? It's about mm-hmm. Kafka, Hibino. We're on the clock. We don't know when number nine is going to strike. It's like, listen, give us more about where Kafka's at, where Kikoto's at. At this point, you know how I grumbled last time? I was like, I think Kikoto's going to be the next one. 
at this point, I'll take that. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, yeah. I need to see some type of progression. It's like, why did we need three chapters? And you know, and furthermore, now oh, man, like, he, he on ten. I was like, oh no. <laughs> it's like, it's like, and furthermore, it's like, okay, I understand the purpose of this chapter explaining basically where Ogata is coming from. I like the whole team being like, yo, we did it. Celebration, yes, I get that. I like Leno showing emotions at his success. Cause let's be real, man. Like other than anxiety and like his sense of responsibility and his abrasiveness as far as when he was introduced, we haven't really seen other emotions from Leno and, and loyalty, right? You know how, you know, like Kafka's his boy, but it's like, I've never seen him get emotional like that. Uh, like yeah. when he passed, so it was like, it was cool to see a little bit more depth and variety to his emotional state, you know? Um, and it's cool to see, you know, Iharu being a good friend, you know, like it's not just about the rivalry. Um, but I don't understand the timing of us getting these flashbacks, right? In terms of Ogata's relationship with Kokoru's mom. Like, why not just give us that earlier on? I feel like- They, they gotta build the world, TJ. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a way to do it though, right? Like, I'm not saying, I'm not saying we shouldn't ever get this flashback, but I'm like, why set it up now? Cause now it feels like the next chapter, which we'll probably get in two weeks, is gonna focus more on whatever that relationship was, or, you know, cause like, if you look at the panels, it's even kind of going gray, making me think that, oh shit, we're getting a flashback in two weeks, you know? So it's like, why do the flashback now when you guys are running on borrowed time, you're running on Kaiju number nine's clock. I need to see what's good with Hikoru, with Kafka, with everybody else in the crew. Like how are they doing? How are they prepping? You're I need, right, to, see, we I need got, to see something different, man. Like it can't just got be a doomsday this. clock over their head. Yeah, like, like, that's, that's all I'm saying. Like, I, 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 I'm not saying this chapter shouldn't have been written. And let me also say this too, like, so like five minutes into my rant, right? Mm-hmm. I love the chapter. <laughs> I was like, okay. No, I know, I know. But it's you like- Frustrated. It's just the time, it's it's kind of similar to what we saw with My Hero. Like you mentioned something about um, uh, 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 when we were talking about All for One and uh, the spirits or whatever, and them being able to crack off one's mask. But it's like, like there's something about the timing of that that just doesn't really add up. Um, I feel that way with this chapter in terms of the timing of the flashback. Not that it doesn't make sense, but this isn't when I want to see a flashback. Not when we're not when we're on the doomsday clock, as you put it. Uh, yeah. That's all. That's all, man. Um, I'm still gonna read the next chapter. Don't get don't get it twisted. Uh, I'm I'm fully invested in this. That's probably why I'm so passionate and like pissed off. And I was like on ten with that. And furthermore, but right, <laughs> it's like. But yeah, like I got to see what's good with the main character. Like we got to realize something. Yeah, that's this what you're like, reading it for. This is we're on chapter 64, right? When was the last time we saw Kafka? You feel me? Like Yeah. Damn, you right. 64 chapters deep. Like when was the last time we saw him? The last time I remember seeing him was when he found out like his hand can't completely return to human form again. I feel like that was a while ago, man. Or am I tripping? I, the last chapter I can remember, the last chapter I've seen Kafka in was like 55, 55, 56. Damn near 10 chapters. Yeah, damn near 10, 10 chapters back. Just about 10 chapters ago was the last time we saw him. Right. So it's like, I mean, because we got it, but you know what I mean? It's a story arc. 
I guess, man. I guess. But I get where you're coming from, 100%. I get you. Right. But that that's all. Let, let me again reiterate. I truly enjoy this manga. I'm just like, I guess it's giving me a little anxiety because of the whole doomsday clock aspect. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, don't y'all get bigger fish to fry right now? Seriously. Um, but yeah, man. Yeah. All right, well, that pretty much wraps up our manga for the week. Um, do you want to get into our topic of the week? Did you forget about uh, uh, our Duke Deuce Incarnate? <laughs> like, Jujutsu Kaisen? Oh, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, My guy. guy. I completely <laughs> like, forgot about it. It's your turn. No, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> like, oh, wait, let's go. I just, I, because we had such right a thin now? week, my bad. Right, right, right. No, you we good, you stand, good. So I just assumed, but I, that's right. We literally just talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, let's get into Jujutsu Kaisen Gege Agutami chapter 187. Mm. Huh. Listen, mm. I, I'm not mad at that that chapter number, uh, considering like who we're dealing with. Tokyo number two colony part six, previous chapter, Hakadi ain't worried about it. He just let people know that he can just basically do what he wants. Uh, when his when his domain expansion is activated, he's damn near unkillable. Uh, no, not damn near. He is unkillable. Uh, let's get into the summary, though. Hakadi is a problem even when he's not unkillable. Kashimo is determined to win, though, and a brief flashback lets us know why they're so determined. Let me get into my review. I don't think Hakadi ever stops smiling in this chapter. At the very least, he never frowns. It's like he's truly not worried about it. If anything, he's like in a state of like ecstasy, joy, euphoria, whatever you want to call it. The man thrives off of this. And Matt and I made an interesting uh, point like uh, before we were recording. But, but Matt, what did you say basically? Like, I see why this motherfucker got suspended. Yeah. Badass. Yeah. This yeah. motherfucker got a problem. Like, it, it jujutsu high calling game, it doesn't matter. He would have been doing stuff like this. Yeah, no, bro. Like, that's wild. just that's, that's just how he is. is. That's just man. that's just how he is, right? Um, yeah. Everybody shouldn't get powers. <laughs> 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 Sorry. That's <laughs> all I had to put it out there. Yeah. Uh yeah. But um because if, if you think about it too, it's like he would still be doing like things like this because even when we were introduced to him and he was running like the, the underground curse curse energy fights or like sorcerer fights. Yeah. Um, and now that we think about it too, it's like this was probably the like we got introduced to his domain expansion abilities hella early when he first fights Yuji and the train car doors appear out of nowhere. I actually forgot about that until I made that reel on our Instagram or whatever. And I was like, wait a minute. We've seen his curse, uh, his domain expansion before. Um, but I didn't know that was an effect when he met, when he met Yuji or whatever, but I'm mm-hmm. sorry, yeah, but, um, but yeah, no, it's like this nigga and gambling where his life can be at stake. Like that just gets his blood pumping. He's like, yo, you know what? He likes the risk. He is the Takamura of this universe. Low key. Hmm. In the sense that. I feel like Takamura would be on this on the same wavelength if he were in this universe. Takamura and under no circumstance needs any fucking powers. Yeah, like, no, uh, we are 100% in agreement. I'm just no, saying. He <laughs> nothing he else. Be problem. He'd be like, where's yeah. Sakuna? To take he's Sakuna a, out. He's a problem <laughs> now. <laughs> he's just a regular. Well, asterisk yeah. on regular. Yeah. Um, but to expand on the, the previous idea I mentioned earlier, right? 
let's keep in mind that the majority of this chapter takes place during the increased probability phase of his domain. What's the increased probability phase? That's like the, the temporary phase between him hitting, uh, uh, or between him coming out of one jackpot power up to him hitting another jackpot. And as he hits jackpots, there's an increased chance he's going to hit another one. So it's like that time can get smaller and smaller depending on how long the fight lasts, right? Mm. Oh my God, dude. Continuation and renewal. Like, I, I, I kind of want, I don't know how else to explain it other than that it's almost like an Uno reverse, but not quite in the sense that it reverses the flow of like whose turn it is, but like it just cancels out whatever whatever you thought you did. <laughs> like, I'll just like, beat your ass. Like, yeah, it was like renewal, <laughs> continuation. I was like, yo, why is he making these like pro wrestling poses like as he was saying them? But it, it's, it's just like, it gives him like, uh, I'm gonna run that back. Like basically it's like him saying, let's run that back real quick. And he can change like slightly the outcome. It's like, he's too OP. Like he's he's too OP. It's almost like he's got a save point in the middle of the fight. He can call it continuation or renewal if he's in this like a uh, higher probability or like uh what was what was it called? Uh yeah, the increased probability phase. Um mm-hmm. and it was interesting too, because they were even saying like, yeah, he normally wouldn't use things like this uh in in different circumstances, but because he's in this phase right now and he already hit a jackpot, he doesn't give a damn. Um Kashimo is even excited about this this game, this prospect. Come to think of it, we finally get the real reason why Kashimo was even like aligned with Kenjaku while he even made that pact, right? Mm-hmm. They just want to fight the strongest. They are just like so many of the characters in Shonen. Loki, Maro vibes. R.I.P.I. Kashimo, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he just so like they they just want they just want smoke, right? Yeah, bro, it was just like, I mean, I well, go ahead, go ahead. I'll wait till it's my turn. But, like, Kashimo is trying to find Sukuna from, like, 400 years ago just to fight him because Sukuna's the strongest. Side note, I think I want to see a Gojo versus Kashimo, if Kashimo's even alive. If he uh, lives to tell when, the story. Yeah, right, 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 because I don't, I don't bro, know. Bro was talking about he wanted to fight Sukuna shit. He may not. <laughs> right, right. He may not make it. Right. <laughs> he may not right. get that chance. I mean, considering who's in front of him right now. Um, regarding the Kashimo flashback to the past, which by the way, uh, what they look like before is like, okay, <laughs> but hey, shout out, shout out this manga for giving us this flashback without even doing the flashback with thing the where typical, the back of the panel the is black. black Cause yeah. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Where, Bro, I read get... this about six times thing. I was like, did I tweak? <laughs> what is it about this manga that gets you to reread it so many times? Cause like, it makes you want to understand everything. Right. Yeah. Um, but I got a little theory I want to throw your way. And then mm-hmm. after this, I kind of want to hear your thoughts. Right. Mm-hmm. About the chapter and the theory. Uh, either this has already been explained and I forgot, but let's talk Kenjaku real quick. For mm-hmm. one thing, Kenjaku in that flashback looks a little bit like a Suguru Ghetto still. Um, so I'm wondering if they took over one of uh, Ghetto's ancestors, because you know what uh, Kenjaku is really. It's like a parasitic cursed spirit that like basically like invades your brain or becomes your brain and controls yeah, that's your why he has that scar, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for one, looking a little bit like ghetto. For two, the obsession with Sukuna for Kenjaku. Now we know it wants to like eradicate all humans and things of that nature. Um, 
But like, what's the obsession with Sukuna? Kill Sukuna because Sukuna might get in the way. Control Sukuna because, you know, if you have the king of all curses, right? Um, or serve Sukuna. Like, they really just want to, like, be Sukuna's underling. We don't know. Mm-hmm. For three, Kenjaku was Itadori's mom, right? You think they were playing the long game the whole time? And this is really, like, the core of my, my, my hypothesis, if you will, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what if Kenjaku's just like, I can't seem to get Sukuna in any era. So what I'm going to low-key do is have a son that will be the perfect vessel for him and behind the scenes orchestrate slash pull the strings on all these events that will put Sukuna into a position where he'll end up in the vessel that is my son and thus give me a, a link or a Bro, chance you never to wanted to smoke that Sukuna. bad. <laughs> you never wanted to smoke that bad. <laughs> it, was, it was never that deep. Dude, I'm just, I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. Well, I no, mean, I mean we it's, it's we a good know, look. They've done a lot a of ridiculous things like, for less. I don't think, I don't think it's a reach. I'm just, I'm like, saying it in the sense of like that would be crazy, <laughs> right? Like, because it's like that's like some Eisen level, uh, probably like the only honestly really good arc of Bleach, right? The first, that's like arc. some Eisen level what? That's some Eisen level planning. Um, yeah. Another text heavy chapter, but. It always pays off, so I'm hyped for the next one. Of course, Hakati just doesn't care. And um, you know what? They child go into the your thoughts, bro. It, yeah, the way thoughts. that they do the the way they do all the damn text is they put it in the middle of the fight. So it's mm-hmm. like you want to know what's going on, you're gonna read it. I'm like, damn, yeah. he right. He yeah. right. I am. <laughs> yeah. Um nah, bro. This this went crazy. Like it was Jujutsu Kaisen. I look, I'm gonna just call it what it is. Jujutsu Kaisen is the best of his era, of like it's spectrum of other manga that came out like at the same time yeah it's the best one there's a gap there's a significant it, there's a gap. gap between jujutsu kaisen and the rest of these motherfuckers like to be honest yeah like just i don't know just the way the whole thing is handled you know mm-hmm. like nah man i i just feel like i feel like that's just what it is i think it's the best out right now and i think the action sequences the the storylines the the story arcs like man the the culling game has been great and yeah. I was wondering how they was gonna top the Shinjuku incident and they yeah you know what I'm saying it's like yeah. there, there's it seems like <laughs> bro once the Shinjuku incident happened it was just like oh so everything is just up for grabs basically yeah like shit was oh not goodness, going this crazy Shinjuku before incident. and it wasn't like it wasn't already like intense. But yeah. like from that once that arc changed the game. Yeah. It was like, oh no, this is different now. This isn't what you thought it was. Like it's right. not as simple as you know you believed it was before. So I was really happy with the chapter. I really enjoyed it. Give me more Hikari. But now now here's my question for you, right? Mm-hmm. Why you ain't got all that energy for where Yuji at in 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 Hajime and not in Hajime anyway, bro. Look at my dumb ass. <laughs> Um, why you ain't got that that energy in your heart for Jujutsu Kaisen that you had for Kaiju number eight? DJ, I, I want to say because it's not called Yuji, because <laughs> <laughs> right. it's called Jujutsu Kaisen. It's but called the two, name of their school. <laughs> it's called, but for two, it's also like this all makes sense. Because believe it or not, like, we knew, like, all that's happening in Jujutsu Kaisen, all that's playing out right now, 
They mm-hmm. already told us that it was going to play out this way right at the start of the calling game. We knew yeah. what the plan was. Like, everybody right now is acting out their role, right? Kaiju number eight, it's like, nigga, I don't know what the fuck is the timeline. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, like, like I, I honestly don't know what the timeline is anymore. Like, we're waiting on, we're, we're on borrowed time with Kaiju number nine or whenever the fuck he decides to launch his, like, world-ending attack, Right. Uh, we haven't seen Kafka in like who knows how many chapters. Now you can argue too. Again, we haven't seen Yuji in as many chapters, but it's like we know what Yuji's working on, right? In the sense that we know that they're all working in tandem. Like we got those concurrent storylines, but it's like um, it's not like we spent in this arc. It's not like we haven't seen Yuji do things, right? Like since the start of the calling game, we've seen him fight Hikari. We've seen him uh, come after Higuruma, who gave him the first uh, set of points that allowed Yuji to then uh, add in the new rule, right? Um, yeah. Because remember, they're they're trying to change the rules. They're, like they still have, well, I want to say uh, four or some more rule set. I know Yuda's working on getting some more points too. Um, Hakari's doing his thing right now. Uh, fighting Kashimo, right? Oh, another thing too is like, how's Panda doing? Because last we checked, he uh, was just a head on a pike. Um, but but yeah, no, it's like Kaiju number eight is doing one thing, but Jujutsu Kaisen is doing it better. That's fair. I'm just giving you shit. <laughs> no, you, you come for me, bro. No, I'm just, like, uh, you're right. I'll give you an answer. Hey, kicks in my door and shit. <laughs> He's like, hey. No, like, but, but yeah, no, with that being said, with that being said, Let's transition into the topic of the week. I have a feeling it'll be less heated. <laughs> Maybe. No. <laughs> I'm all saying, what? What do you mean you like that kid? Nigga. I was right. like, no. Um, so this week we got our five, five of our favorite uh gumpla models or kits, however you I'm gonna like tell to you refer one, to them. I'm gonna tell you right now, bro. If your five are not the same as my five, this is the last episode of the podcast. I get it. <laughs> you just accept that? <laughs> I get it. I get it. Was it. A good run. It was a good run. Yeah, no, it was no, nice. <laughs> yeah, once once I lost Ayashiman, I just stopped caring about everything. <laughs> oh so. damn. But <laughs> uh, that means that now let's switch it up. You go first this time, man. I always go first. Oh damn! First. Yeah, man, we switching it up. I'm I'm putting my foot down. I'm kidding. All right. I mean, <laughs> well, uh, if I had to go with my five, right? I'm giving them just like not. I don't have a specific order because it's like, can you pick which kids you like the most in order? Well, the mm-hmm. one that doesn't set the house on fire is probably that's true. That's actually <laughs> yeah, I mean, real true. <laughs> um, but no, man. My so one that one that's my absolute favorite. And I have to mention first. Not my absolute favorite, but it just it holds a special place because it's the first one I ever built. Mm-hmm. And it's um it is the Gundam Mark II. Um uh, it's essentially the RX-78, but it was the, the second version that had all the extra artillery on it. It was the mm-hmm. prototype model that they made for Armor Roll in the series. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it has the two beam sabers, has the, the beam rifle, the bazooka, all that. And it has the shield with the little extra panels and all that. Now, the other reason it's my favorite is, one of my favorites is, that was also (laughs) my introduction and realization into what I was doing. Because it's a real gray. So, yeah. My very first one was a real gray. That's uh, that's not easy. 
It ain't easy. I was just like, wait a minute. This is a lot. I was like, this is way more than I thought I paid for. This is for children? (laughs) Man, dog. I mean, like, check this out. It's a it's a real grade and it's a 144. Oh, dude, that kind of yeah. sucks. A lot yeah. of detail, small form factor. That's not fun. Yeah. My, <laughs> I don't have small hands. Right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. So that was that was one of them for sure. Right. Um, but you know, it was cool. Uh so then but because it was my very first one, I you know, like I said, I just had a had an affinity for it. Um another one that I really enjoyed building was uh, the Gundam Gushan. Not the rebake, but the Gushan, the original Gushan, the little small green one with the axe. Because I have a, a, a 100 size of the Gushan. And it was just fun to build. It's like a little turtle. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It just, it once it came together, I really, really was happy with it. So I, I thoroughly enjoyed putting that one together. Um, another one that I got that I'm really, I was really into was the MS-18 Camp Fur. Um, the MS-18 Camp Fur is a Zaku or a Xeon or, you know, whatever. But it came from another one of the, another one of those kind of offshoot uh, Gundam series, part of the Universal Century arc where yeah, genocide- Out here building out the op mechas, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's another one from the Universal Century arc where the side forgettable stories are genocides still. <laughs> Where genocide is merely a side story to greater genocide because that's all that ever happens in the universal century. <laughs> it's just millions of people die at a time. <laughs> like, so crazy. Light, light work, apparently. Light work. Man, man. Oh, gosh. Yeah, light work for real. Um, another one that was uh, cool to me that I really enjoyed building. And if, if, if you've ever talked to me about Gundams, or if you know anything about me and Gundams, is Gundam Heavy Arms is up there for me. Dude, um, and I had a I built the heavy arms, uh, but I built the second heavy arms. I built the heavy arms custom, the dark blue, blue. one. Yeah, yeah. Um, that one was a fun build, and it was an old kit too that I found online. It was like an old high grade, like the early two thousands ones. Mm-hmm. So it was like a nice little nostalgic, had a little nostalgic feel to it. Um, but I really enjoyed it. But I mean, if I'm being real, I'm almost embarrassed to say this. Like I have three heavy arms kits. That's fair. No, I, that's okay. I have, I have uh, a 144. I have two 144s and I have one 100. I have mm-hmm. the regular side. I have the uh, the custom 144, the regular 144, and then I have the OG uh, as a 100. And then last but not least, this one was kind of a tough one, but my uh, my fifth one, it was, it was Burning Gundam, man. I got a Burning Gundam level 100 and... I mean, the Burning Gundam, the God Gundam, however you want to call it, it's probably, if it's not my absolute favorite Gundam, it's definitely in my top three. Just got, from the series and all of kids. that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have, I need to buy a second one. Bro, I was so shitty. In the middle of me building my uh, my Burning Gundam, one of the antlers broke. Shit. Like, it just, it like, you know, once I was like finishing it up, you know, obviously... Sometimes I I was doing, I made a rookie mistake. I had the Gundam standing while I was putting a piece on it Mm -hmm. instead of laying it down. And after I like, I got it and I was like, okay, cool. And it tipped over and it was just like the way it fell. It just cracked, it broke the antler. And I was so mad, bro. I was heartbroken. Like I didn't build no more Gundams for a minute behind that shit. Cause I was just like, all right. (laughs) 
Because I got the last one that was on the site because I'd been looking for a specific one. Mm-hmm. You know exactly what I'm talking about, TJ. Mm-hmm. Like, if if any of our listeners are out there, this level of nerd with us, then y'all finna rock with us real quick. Like, <laughs> Big Bad Toy Store, Amazon, USA Gundam, all that shit. They do not always have the models I'm looking for. You know what I'm saying? Or I had to yeah. get on back order. And I was mad because I was on the back order list for this burning Gundam and I got it. And they when I was like, fuck, I didn't broke it. Let me just buy another one. Guess what, TJ? It Guess was what? Out of stock. Out of stock everywhere. Yeah. Um, and That's I'm I'm goes. the type of guy who like if something goes wrong with that model, I'm just gonna get another one. I'll buy the same one again and just I'll just build the part that I need and put it back. Cause I have like two of like some Gundam that was from the Iron Blooded Orphans uh, mobile game, mm-hmm. and one of the pieces on that broke, and I just bought another one and just rebuilt it. <laughs> I had to, bro, because it, but it was an essential part. It was like one of the arms. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like no. this Gundam's done, and I wasn't. It's a Gundam that has two forms, and I don't want to keep it in the form with the big ass arms all the time. Like, right. I want to be able to have both. So, right, right, right. You know. And in in TJ fashion, I'm gonna have an honorable mention, but I only I only got one. I only got one honorable mention, and it's the tall geese. The the, the basically the ancestor of all the Gundams in the Gundam Wing universe. That yeah. thing was a problem. I just I was happy with it because the tall geese came with two different sets of arms to build, mm-hmm. and the other set of arms is for it to uh, hold both the hands out and stand with you know stand holding the gun like it did in the series. I thought that was mm-hmm. so dope. So that was just real fun to build. But, you know, the tall geese is just I just like looking at it. It's not necessarily one of my favorite builds, but right. I just like looking at it. Yeah. But I'm going I'm to pass it to TJ. Uh, for me, it was the Master Grade Gundam Barbatos. Uh, for me, it was because, well, that's my number one. Like, I actually mm-hmm. did rank them in order of, like, how I feel about them. Um, so you yeah. do pick which yeah, no, kids you no. like the most. Well, uh, when I do get kids, uh, yeah, no, you're gonna rank be, them. There will is be there gonna be like a monthly ranking? Oh, listen, let me tell you something, bro. Those kids are gonna need therapy now. Damn. Um, Damn, you have to tell. <laughs> Damn. And this is why you are. At the bottom of the ranks. No, I'm it's like, uh, damn. It's like, you left the garbage again. It's like, somebody might be losing at number three spot this week. Like, Shit! Three-point deduction. Uh, yeah, please. It's like, I can't lose another point. I'll drop out of the top five. It's like, hey, that's not on me, man. Imagine if, like, you give your kids, like, rooms based on their ranking. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna have to come out that master bedroom room, partner. You're gonna have to come on up out of that. That's all you already know. That's only for number two and number two, number one. It's the only way. Come oh, on man, up out of kids that, are gonna need therapy. All right, listen, joking, joking, obviously, but uh, um, no, nah, the Barbatos for me because um, it was when I finally got the sanding and polishing technique down pat along with my panel lining. Like that is when I was like, my I started messing with panel lining early on. But it's like, I was I was making like rookie mistakes and like, there are some panels, you can't really line them, right? You'll try to, shit just ends up smudging. If you look at some of my earlier model kits, you'll be like, what's that smudge? It's like, I don't wanna talk about it. Look, real but- quick, <laughs> let, me just, let me just give you your flowers because you the realist. 
because I I refuse to do any kit that I got to paint. I can't do it. I know I can't do it. Well, let me tell you something, brother. You the panel truth. lining, panel lining is not even really painting. It's basically like just taking a bit of the ink, and it's honestly like it's almost like the shit's on autopilot because you like just like dab the starting point, and mm-hmm. it just fucking like kind of flows into the panels. It's actually kind of like somewhat satisfying to watch happen, and then it's like. This is like when I got into, okay, I'm going to start a kit. I got my sanding sticks that I've like cut myself using my different grits. I've got a fucking like halo light, like that people would use to like do like manicures and shit. I just do mm-hmm. that for my kids. And then I keep like a little thing, of uh, uh, alcohol spray and some Q-tips. Um, okay. But it's like, yeah, no, uh, the Barbatos was like probably the, my, the one where I was like the most proud of what the work I did. But unfortunately, I might have to buy another Barbatos kit because my guy took a tumble and one of like basically one of the, the substructures in his foot, uh, it just went peace out and I haven't been able to find it. So right hey, now. And, the, and for anybody who don't know, the feet on any of them damn Barbatos, boy. They are probably oh. the most complicated goddamn feet in the Gundam game. The Gundam God game. damn, boy. I was like, I've spent more time building sense. a kit like, <laughs> than I have assembling these fucking feet. The foot is a separate kit, damn near. Dude. <laughs> the whole rest of the kit is so much easier. <laughs> it's a problem. But uh, speaking of like a kit where I have multiples, I got uh, Gundam Barbatos that's uh, not not really like a gunplay kit or a gunplay kit in the, in the traditional mm-hmm. sense. But I got another one where it's um, he's got like the red shoulders and the the sword on his back, like the blunt sword, if you will. Really more like a a paddle, uh, like a cricket paddle. Um, and then I have a high grade Gundam Barbatos Lupus Rex that I've also mm. built too. So it's like I'm just top five all being, just Barbatos. A lot to me. No, no, this is still just number one, homie. Uh, <laughs> but no, the number one is really Master Grade, the Master Grade Barbatos. Um, my number two. The Master Grade Wing Gundam Verka, the version uh, Hajime Katoki. Uh, it speaks for itself. If you know, you know. Like, if I, nigga, when I bought this, it was like a childhood dream fulfilled. Like, it's one thing to be an adult now and have like your own money, but like being a kid and seeing pictures, images of kids and like never being able to afford them or, you know, even come close to getting one and like knowing people who know people who like make is like, how do you do that? Blah, blah, blah. Or like going to the comic book shop and seeing the Gundam can be like, if only. Um, but needless to say, like the wing Gundam Verka, when I was finally able to like purchase that and like assemble it, like my inner child was just like crying. Um, uh, tears of joy. <laughs> like, yeah. Tears of joy. Tears of joy. Um, my third one, the God Gundam. Uh, burning Gundam, if you will. Yeah, depending on where you at, depending on right. what your translation is. Right. Uh, but it just holds a special place in my heart, man. Like, uh, for one, I got the high resolution model, but the Master Grade version, they don't even really make the Master Grade version anymore. Like, I don't even remember where I purchased this. I don't think I got it on Amazon or anything because, like, you have to understand, G Gundam came else. out a long <laughs> as- Nigga, don't do that to me. G, <laughs> G Gundam came out a long ass time ago. So it's like, Trying to find that or like any of the high grades mm, is really Boy, trying really to find hard. any of them kids. Try, it try is finding hard. a Gundam Maxter kit. And the Gundam Maxter, that was like the uh, Chibity Crockett's Gundam. 
Like the one that had like the oh bro, the I had I've had to give up on that. I've been wanting to build that nigga. for so long. You can't find it anywhere. You no, can find was... you can find an image of like uh, uh some shit that got sold out, right? But you can't yeah. find the kit. take it off the website. If it's, it's sold like, out, take it down. Stop doing that. Like, like this don't do like, this. Stop us. doing that. Uh, giving us hope, and that's like sold out. Here, give us your email so we can tell. It's never gonna be back in stock. Anyway. You're not gonna email me. Anyway, this is just this is going on a tangent. This our frustration. <laughs> right, right. Um, number four. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, no, I don't I'm not even done with the god gun yet. Uh mm-hmm. why do I like it so much? The Corlander is sick. Mm-hmm. Uh the Corlander for the for the shining gunum is pretty dope. But the Corlander for the God Gunnum, the fact that it turns into the wings, and the fact that the wings can like make that halo and like just the double antler setup. Uh, mm-hmm. The chest that opens up to reveal, like, was it the King of Hearts? Mm-hmm. It's just like assembling this kit was also me, like, reliving the anime or rewatching the anime in my head. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like when the 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 burning fingers right come out, and like you got the gauntlet that can be placed over the burning finger suit. It's just like mm-hmm. it is the best kit. Uh, I man, I love it so much. It's not my number one though, because like again. When I assembled it, I was still just kind of like figuring out my technique. I might run it back. Uh, I'm not opposed to giving it a run back. I, that's I have a super, say. super random, not necessarily random, but a question relating to the burning gun that I hope is not going to get me murdered. Um, have you have you ever seen the tri burning Gundam from that uh, Gundam diver, Gundam build divers, or whatever it's called? I stayed away from build divers because I'm like, this is too meta. <laughs> like, yeah, like, because it's a series Gundam about them series. building gun yeah, like, that fight. You mean an actual Gundam series? But no, I have not seen that. I bought one of those, bro. Let me tell you, I look into just look into the tri burning Gundam when you after we done doing everything, you okay. will like it because they they actually do some callbacks. I know I'm, I'm not trying to take over your uh, segment, but they do some callbacks to um to G Gundam, even in the series. The series itself is just, it's 100% for kids. So right. I'm not saying like, go check it out because you'll just be looking like, you know what I mean? I when just shoot like, it, I just shoot it like it's like, it like, like uh, a G.I. Okay. Joe or Transformers where it's like, we have made this purely to sell toys. Um, no, and that's 100% what it you is. Know what I mean? But the model is cool. It's cool as hell. All the versions of the Burning Gundam that they did from that series is, is no pun intended, fire. Okay. But continue. Okay. Number four, Gundam Seed Ashtray Red Frame. Um, mm-hmm. it's Let's just, talk about it. It has two katanas. Mm-hmm. And depending on which version of the, the red frame you get, there's also a giant ass sword that can transform into either a gun cannon or a, like a giant like crossbow. Like this is how heavy duty that sword is. You have to build a stand that the kit comes with just for the sword. Oh, by the way, the sword can also transform into a set of wings. Like Damn. there was the red frame and the blue frame and the blue frame was like low key on the same bias. But I remember being a kid who was poor, right? Going into the borders, shout out borders, RIP. <laughs> Amazon killed yeah. you, that's what it is. Um, but I remember going into the borders, shout out Tokyo Pop, who's still around, but their manga offerings as of late haven't been the best. But um, reading the Gundam Ashtray manga, be like, what is this? Gundam? I'm in. And seeing 
the drawn version of the red frame master grade well the master grade kids what i got but just seeing the drawn version of the red frame like wait this dude is not a coordinator this dude was just like uh for lack of a better word just like a, a junk collector and he stumbled upon like basically him and like another dude just stumbled upon these like frames of like gundams that non-coordinators are like i i mean like basically like non whatever the 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 trait genetic trait was you had to have as a human to be able to pilot any of these things mm-hmm. right like they didn't have that and they were able to pilot these gundams and i was like okay i i like i like this and then seeing the red frame like colorized and then this is like another bucket list kit for me and so when i got and i assembled i was like man this is again my inner child once again being like yo and plus nigga it's got katanas like not beam sabers actual like katanas for a gundam like when do you when do you see that bro and the design for the so-called like even the helmet is like it's just different i i really enjoyed it because it looks like so streamlined and aerodynamic it's just it's just different man Um, my last one is actually going to be another gundam seed related one but this time it's the strike freedom now i like the strike i like the master grade strike gundam uh i have an unopened un uh unassembled ale strike kit um, but there's something about the strike freedom going from the anime to assembling this on my own that looks that's just different, dude. The wings mm-hmm. and the side skirts. Well, that sounds like I'm talking about a car, but it's like every Gundam basically mm-hmm. has like a skirt. Mm-hmm. Like every Gundam has a skirt, but like for the strike freedom, the skirt is also two different cannons, like two different rail guns, cannons, however mm-hmm. you want to describe. Like the whole thing was just a weapon. Even the wings could come around and be cannons. It was just, it's just, and it just looks so like angelic, like the wing Gundam, but also like this thing can do some damage. Uh, I don't know, man. It just, it was, it, I, I just really like that kit, man. That That's my top five, but um, yeah, man, all these hold special place in my heart. I still have several more kits that I have yet to assemble and several kits Same. I haven't talked about. Um, I have an Arc 78-2 Master Grade. I think it was like mm. the version three that came out uh, within the past five years. I got like three RX 78s. I feel like anytime they come out with a slightly different um, variation, I guess you want to call it like variation or like a uh, way they, they put the, the plastic parts together or like whatever amount of detail they're putting into the plastic parts. The mm-hmm. RX 78 always comes out first with the new, with the new build style or whatever. I mean, it has to. Sense. Yeah. Cause it's, it's the OG, right? Like yeah, they just got like the, the perfect grade unleashed. First one was RX 78-2. Uh perfect grade is a, is another topic of discussion, but it's another beast bucket list. Is what you meant to bucket say. List. Yeah, it's it's a bucket list kit for me. Um, I'll take any perfect grade, man, as expensive as they are. Um, but my wallet right now is saying that I'm not ready for that yet. When the time mm-hmm. comes, you know. Uh, yeah, but that's me, bro. Yeah, man. Well, you know what? I think that's the end of the episode. Guys, mm-hmm. thank you so much for checking us out. Listen to us be complete nerds and ramble mm-hmm. this entire time about manga and about Gunpla and models and things of that nature. But there's more because we also are going to have a combat sports episode where you get to hear us nerd out about violence. So <laughs> that's also coming up next. But before we get to that, like I said, thank you guys for checking us out. Um, next week, what we'll be hitting you with is Sakamoto days. Correct. 
Hajime no Ipo. On break, on break. Remember, it broke our hearts. Already. No, no, no. Not Hajime no Ipo. You're right. Hajime yeah. no Ipo's on break. We're doing Sakamoto Days, Jujutsu Kaisen. Yep. Uh, and My Hero. My Hero, yep, yep, yep. Because Dragon Ball comes out on the 20th, one day after. <laughs> I, that, I, sometimes they, they bring it out before this one, like on the 18th or 19th. So I was like, will we? And they were like, no. no. Uh, yeah, they was like, no, the 20th. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm um, like, all right, I guess. But yeah, so we'll have a little bit of a, a thinner thinner manga section next week. But we also are going to have a pretty cool topic next week. So our topic of the week next week will be, ooh, this is going to hurt, TJ. Favorite Gundam model you've built? You got to pick one. There can only be one. So next week, we won't have a topic of the week. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what. We're actually, <laughs> no, I'm but, kidding, I'm kidding. No, yeah, I'll, no stick to, I'll, gonna stick do, I'll stick to it. I'll We're going to do our favorite model you've built and why. Okay. Um, it doesn't have to be your all-time favorite, but just whichever one is the first one that comes to mind and then what the reason is. Okay. Okay. Um, I can so do yeah, that. We're I can gonna abide do by that. Our favorite, uh, our favorite gunpla that we built, and that's what we'll be talking about next week. Like mm-hmm. I said again, now for the seven billionth time, thank you for real. Thank you guys because we're just that yes. appreciative of anybody who listens to our podcast. And if you're new to the new to the podcast, welcome. Mm-hmm. If you've been here, you know what time it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and for both parties, Aoyama is still a bitch. I don't care that we didn't read the manga this week. You know, I let it slide last week because I was sad. Now I'm still sad, but now I'm angry sad. So I just need that to be out there. You can catch me on social media at Matt Hambrick, M-A-T-T-H-A-M-B-R-I-C. TJ, where are you? Us for skate on the ground. That's at D-E-E-Z-N-U-T-S. Kidding. <laughs> That's at T-U-S-S number four underscore S-K-A-T-E on the ground. Check That's me right. out. right. You want to see some kick flips and cats and shit, hit them up. <laughs> kick flips and cats. Yeah. Kick flips, cats, and, and anime. <laughs> So, you know, if that's how you live your life, if you're ready for that that level of extreme, <laughs> that's the page you go to. We appreciate y'all, and we will see you guys in Combat Sports. And if you don't check out Combat Sports, we'll see you next week. And we're on TikTok. And hit up and, the Discord. Oh, yeah. We're on TikTok now. We're on TikTok. We're on Discord. We're on Instagram. We're on your head. It's just at now, mind you, on everything. At yes. now, mind you, podcast. You look for us, you will find us. We are expanding. That is correct. So peep it. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace.